Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks to our friends at U Stadium for supporting this podcast. Download U Stadium and talk to all kinds of sports fans, win great prizes, and take part in amazing events. You can also subscribe to the U Stadium YouTube page for exclusive shows like Time Out with U Stadium, The Sports Desk, Play Like a Jet, and many more. That's ustadium.com. Oh, yeah! It's time to BS. Wait, what? Did you know that Rob Van Dam's wife is a porn star? I don't know that. (laughs) A U Stadium podcast. Repeat the sandwich you just said for me, please. Have you actually ever ate this? That's disgusting. It's (laughs) It's time to BS. Why, hello there, disciples of the Church of Josh Allen. (laughs) 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 Oh, we have so much stuff to talk about. And by we, I mean just the two of us, me and Mike. What's up, everyone? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Mike, how are you doing? You doing okay? Not too bad. It's... uh... Unfortunately, it's already the end of the weekend, but uh, can't complain. How are you, Dan? Not too bad. Not too bad. Can't can't complain as well. Can't complain as well. I mean, you know, football season's approaching. Thank uh, God. Oh, it's going to be great. We have lots to talk about tonight, don't we, Mike? Dude, dude we got a ton to talk about so for starters did you read into this hot dog conspiracy theory <laughs> what's fun well i actually read into it but i read the headline of it and i kind of laughed at it i don't know obviously if, if the hot dog theory is true or not but uh let's just be honest if it is well we're all screwed <laughs> about to say we're all screwed <laughs> I'm sure with the amount of hot dogs we consume at, at sporting events, including NASCAR or barbecues or whatever, we're all screwed. <laughs> yeah, because what was it, like 25, 30 minutes off our life? It was every hot dog you consume takes 25 to 30 minutes off your lifespan. What are they going off of? Do you know about chin? Does it say in the article? I don't know. I don't care. It's It's all right. Well, I'm going to keep eating hot dogs, so I guess we'll see if this theory is true or not. This is true. Um, also, one of the great albums of all, to- of all time turned 30 this month, in this great month of August. 
Uh, Pearl Jam's debut album, 10. Now, Mike, you're old enough to remember that album when it came out. God. Oh. I didn't realize it was that long. 30 years. Yep. What was your favorite song off that, off that album? And was there a better era of music than the 90s? It's a, oh, Lord, no. Mm-mm. No. I no. Mean, you, you and I are two completely different age gaps, but... Because I, I remember the 90s and the early 2000s from, like, 1990 to 2006. That good 25, that good 15 years of music was probably the best of all time. Well, definitely a lot better than this crap that we listen to now. <laughs> no kidding. No Lord. kidding. I mean, no offense, but who wants to listen to Cardi B and somebody <laughs> else? I sure don't. Lord have mercy. Oh, no kidding. But what was your favorite song off that album, 10? I would go with, well, there's two of them. You can go release or you can go black. Oh! I, I So, going to back to <sighs> there was a concert that they did in 2017, Pearl Jam, at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And they did a live, and they, they posted the album live on like stream platforms or whatever and release is probably that that performance is probably one of the coolest life songs i've ever heard in my life black is also really good mm-hmm. jeremy alive once even fl- oh such a good album <laughs> such a good album um we'll get to the afc east preview in a, in a minute but to get the bullshit off the uh, off the off the deck, uh, did you see this milk crate challenge? <laughs> you you mean the retard challenge? <laughs> the dipshit <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Who drank I, the juice? <laughs> <laughs> has it gone? I mean, have we really lost? Our, has COVID really made us lose our mind to where we're <laughs> Are building? Are we that bored? <laughs> no kidding, dude. I mean, are we really climbing crates and hoping for the best? I mean, are we really? Is this is this how we what we come to? So I wrote this down, and I said, if there if there isn't an idiot that doesn't turn this into the next ice bucket challenge, I will lose my mind. Because you have to, okay, climbing milk crates for like cancer research or some shit. I don't know. They gotta do something for this. Because there's the only way that there's the that's the only way they'd be able to make to to let this to let this slide. That's the only way. <laughs> Literally the only way they can let this slide. You would have to do something and make it to where you know if you go that route, you can go like a um, place matting or something like that, but. You know, I saw, I, I don't know if it was Chicago or where it was at, but some, you know, some girl died from hitting her head on a concrete. Idiot. Doing it. Rest in peace, but idiot. Well, of course. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? Well, you know, I, and my thing is this. Who do you actually need to blame? Is it TikTok for this crap? Absolutely. Or just our- I, I blame TikTok 100%, but who cares? Hey, I mean, that's what gets the millions here. Oh, there you go. Uh, ESPN is also a shithole, so 
we'll get to the top stories, and then we'll round off with the big with the big stuff. ESPN is once again in a shithole. Max Kellerman is off a of first take. Uh, well, he was kicked off a of first take by Stephen A. Smith. That's <laughs> not surprising. Yeah, that's funny. Or or was that sneeze? No, it was a, it was a it was a laughter. Yeah, and Rachel Nichols is fired. <laughs> oh, they finally fired her. And they finally fired her, but not not a surprise, not a huge surprise. But Max Kellerman, he was doomed from the start. He second, he said that Tom Brady was falling off a cliff. <laughs> he was doomed from the start. You Dude, can't say things the about the SEC, and you can't say things about Tom Brady on ESPN, and you're going to lose uh, your job. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and LeBron funny. James, don't forget LeBron. But, oh, uh, God, don't even get me started. You know, dude, all jokes aside, you know, ESPN used to be a network I would actually sit back and watch. Yeah. It, it's really gotten bad. Yeah. Like, I miss it. I miss the good days when, you know, we had really good ESPN shows. But I don't watch ESPN for other than, you know, games now. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Games, depends on who's on, and college game day on Saturday. Is about really the only thing I watch them. Otherwise, I just I I'm not really entertained by their uh, lineup, so to speak. No, I'm just, I'm just not entertained. I'm not either. I mean, I I listen to ESPN Radio. I listen to uh, mm-hmm. WFN here in New York. I listen to ESPN Radio, the New York side of things. Uh, so I get Michael K in here, but that's pretty much it. That's all I you know. In terms of ESPN, that's all I do. That's really all I listen to them for. And I get that you got to run a business, but sometimes you got to keep politics out. You just you've got to. But unfortunately, that just hasn't happened. That um, hasn't happened on that end. And hopefully, they can get a good lineup and and get back going. But I'm afraid the ESPN's starting to drop off the the face of the earth. Yep. Yep, I completely agree with that, my man. Um, so, we want to thank the sponsors of the show, Locked Rain Watches, Swift Lifestyles, U Stadium, and so on, for, you know, keeping the show going. And we would not be able to do this, to do this crap without them. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Because, you know, this show ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's free, my man. So there, there you go. So, let's start things off with the... AFC East preview, shall we, my man? Let's go. And we start things off with the six-time world champion, New England Patriots. And it is a shocker that Rachel is not here. (laughs) I was kind of thinking she would be because we got, you know, since we're talking Patriots. Ah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You could call her, but I won't because she's probably busy today. Who knows? <laughs> I certainly don't. But uh, yeah, I, 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 they had a good off season. Mm-hmm. They really did. If you're, I mean, I mean, our buddy Nick Spano at U Stadium was trashing them, and for good reason because he's a Jet fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he says the Patriots didn't make any great moves. I mean, you look at Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, Matthew Judon. I mean, they're not great moves. And I'm going to tell him, dude, shut the fuck up. It's the Patriots. 
Hunter Henry wasn't a bad pick up either. No, Hunter Henry was a great move. John o. Smith is a really good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Brown was a great move. Yeah. Judon, great move. They brought back Kyle Van Noy, really good move. Devon Godshaw from the Dolphins, great move. Jalen Mills, another good move. You know, they brought in you know, Ted Karras, new uh, mm-hmm. backup center. Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, they make good moves. It's not like they're just they're just there. Let's put that perspective. They're just there. So, I mean, I don't expect them to be world beaters by any stretch. But I'm going to go on the limb, Mike, and correct me if I'm wrong. Is this not the second best team in the AFC East? Well... <clears throat> For now, it is. I, I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't think that. I don't, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Cam Newton leads them on week one. No, God uh, no. I, I think, think it's Mac Jones. Unfortunately, Mac Jones and and uh, <laughs> Miss Cadona <laughs> can uh, make another uh, funny Jeff on the podcast of Mac Jones. Um, oh, that was so funny. That, that was hilarious. Mac Jones, uh, I think, is a weak one. You know, he's because of Cam Newton. He's got his. He's easily can uh, easily um, be the week one starter. He's he's shown what he can do. Um, Ronde Stevenson will be a little biased on that one, but yeah. looks like uh, that kid's going to be a stud at running back. But uh, over or under what nine wins for these guys? So much so they traded Sonny Michelle to the Rams because of him. Mm-hmm. Which yep. crazy. But I I thought Jones was gonna take the starting job. I thought Cam Newton would take would be the first few weeks of the season be the starter. But I think Mac Jones this is a this is as good of a situation as you can get for Mac Jones. Because well, you go from Nick Saban to Bill Belichick. It's the same mm-hmm. shit. It is the same coach. Pretty much. Well, and it helps, and it doesn't, you know, it helps Mac out because of the fact that Cam Newton thinks he can just do whatever he wants to do and yeah, I go, don't, see, I don't and go see whoever doctor he wants to go see to get tested. It's like, dude, you have a protocol from the league you got to abide by. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm about to say, do you know the whole gist of that story? Because I don't. So, pretty much what happened was, and the reason why he was out one of the preseason weeks is because. He had to go get tested. Well, he decided to take upon himself to go to his own doctor to get tested. He came back, <clears throat> gave it to the uh, Patriots organization. They say, no, we ain't going to accept this. You obviously you didn't go to the ones that we recommend or the ones that everybody has to go to. I'll put it that way. So he got mad. They got mad. He got benched for, I think, the last week of the preseason told him he's got to go get uh, retested. He got upset. Of course, he still got retested. But uh, nonetheless, he just has this attitude that he can do what he wants and go where he wants, and pretty much the rules don't don't abide by him. Hey, I'm a number one overall pick. I'm a, I'm a former MVP. I'm one of the great dual-threat quarterbacks of all time, so I can do whatever the hell I want. No, yep. you can't. <laughs> If Ezekiel Elliott taught us anything, is that you can't do anything. Mm-mm. 
I mean, so, unless, and, you, unless you retire, you kill. Well, <laughs> that's another story. That's a joke. Oh, but uh, no, I, and so that opened up the door for Mac Jones, and I think that's where he becomes week one starter. And Rachel is probably listening to this right now, jumping for joy. <laughs> she However, I don't, there's not many Cam fans out there, I don't think, right now. Where's Glenn? Where is he? He's the biggest Cam dude fan I know. Boy, well, power to him. Oh, yeah. Good for him. God bless his miserable soul. <laughs> so, yeah, over, over under 10 wins? I would say so, probably 9, 10. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with eleven. Ooh. I still think the Bills. Now, spoiler alert. I still think the Bills win this division. Well, of course, yeah. Well, you can't tell. I mean, obviously, for those listening, but I am wearing a Josh Allen jersey. But deep down, the Jets are still in my blood, even though I'm getting a Seahawks tattoo soon. So, fuck you guys. <laughs> well, let's just be honest. The Bills, top to bottom, they're lost. They're Roster they're fucking loaded. loaded. Yes. And right. better team to beat. Oh, yeah. Uh, we move on to South Beach uh, with probably the biggest competitor to both of these first two teams that we mentioned here, the Bills and the Patriots, to the Miami Dolphins, um, who had a very impressive season last year, despite mm-hmm. all the offensive turmoil that happened between ro- then-rookie Tua Tagovailoa and journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Brian Flores looks to be the real deal at head coach for for the Dolphins. So much so, they went 10-6 and six and just barely missed the playoffs. Mike, you still there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You no, I, I, I like uh, Tua. Now, now, what's up with this uh, Deshaun Watson thing to Miami crap? So, Deshaun Watson has been linked to the Dolphins for some time. But I, th- but first of all, I think you'd be an idiot to trade, you know, if you're the Dolphins to trade for Deshaun Watson. Not because mm-hmm. of the baggage that, that Deshaun comes with, but because of you set all your sights on Tua Tagovailoa for three years. Yep. For three years. You tanked for this man. You tanked for him. And now you expect to go... From Ryan Fitzpatrick to Tua, not even play a snap this season, and then go to Deshaun Watson. Sure, great idea, pal. Great idea. Well, did you see the asking price for Watson still? I did not. I saw one tweet. It's right back to what Aaron Rodgers is. It's three ones, two twos, and third. Ah, you have a goddamn mind. Well, first of all, no way would I even remotely give up the first round. For the Sean, he has too much baggage, and in the future, I don't, I can't, is unclear whether or not he's going to be able to play or not. Yeah, you're ever fucking mind. If you think, if you think I'm trained for Deshaun Watson right now, I mean, you're oh, out Lord no. So, outs. I mean, Tua's looked really good in camp though. Mm-hmm. So he's look, he's shown. Okay, you get okay. It's like all right, you have confidence in me. Bring it. Let's go. Let's see what we can do here. And boy, I mean, the Dolphins' defense was really good last year. What were they top five in total in total defense last year? Yep. So 
if they get an offense, man, look out. Look out. They can do some stuff. Now, some of the players that they had on defense last year are no longer there this year, particularly Kyle Van Noy and Shaq Lawson, who are, you know, gone. But that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a good draft. I think they had an excellent draft. <clears throat> really good draft. I mean, and free agency, too. So it looks like the starting three receivers are going to be as follows. Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Jalen Waddell, who's a rookie first-round mm-hmm. pick, Albert Wilson, Shaquem Grant, and Preston Williams. That's really good. Yep. And then the tight ends, my boy from We Are Penn State, uh, Mike Gesicki. Uh, you also get Derm Smythe, Adam Shaheen, Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, you know, Patrick Laird. I mean, they got good players. Well, and don't forget uh, Jalen and, and two of played at Alabama together, so don't be surprised if you get that chemistry back again. Oh, yeah. Um, the defense, though, is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So Christian Wilkins, Raquan Davis – Emmanuel Alba are the defensive line. And then you get Jalen Phillips, who is an animal as a first-round pick. Jerome Baker, who is an animal as well. Bernardo McKinney, uh, who else is there? Brennan Scarlett, you also got him in there. Justin Coleman, former Seattle Seahawks. Eric Rowe, Jason McCourty. Jason McCourty, where the hell was he? What? Hmm? When did this happen? I was ask, that's my that's my question too. I was gonna say, well, hold up. Jason uh, McCourty, as in the two times champion. Huh. Fascinating. Interesting. So Jason McCourty, a free safety. That's interesting. Um, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, the good players. Really good players, actually. In hindsight, I I still think that they're a team. They, I mean, they. They'll win games. Obviously, they're not going to win a division. If but they're a team that they can sneak in the playoffs. If the Patriots don't make the playoffs, I expect the Dolphins to make it. Mm-hmm. I got the Patriots at two, but don't be surprised if the Dolphins flip that spot. And the oh, Patriots go yeah. three. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We now go over to uh, the most talked about team on U Stadium. For good fucking reason, the New York Jets. <laughs> They'll be better. Well, you can't get any worse than what they were no, last year. Besides, really besides going, besides going zero and seventeen. Um, but besides that, now they, it's only up from here. Yeah, only uphill from here, boys. Good, good looking team, though. Mm-hmm. Good-looking team. Not great. Decent. Good-looking team. Um, the offensive line, though. Do you know what I thought of when I thought when I saw Mekhi Becton and Elijah Vera Tucker on the left side of that line? <laughs> the 2005 Seattle Seahawks. Yep. I immediately thought of that team. I said, bro, this, this looks like the 05 Seahawks. I'm not saying they're Hall of Famers. I mean, Hutchinson now just got in the Hall of Fame, but Walter G- Mackay Beckton's certainly not going to be Walter Jones, but it looks good. It looks really good. 
I think, you know, I think, is it safe? See, I'm going to go six wins. I don't think they're going to be no. that that bad. They're not going to win many games, but I think six is doable. I yeah. like Zach Wilson. You know, he's still got some improvement he can do. We all we all seen, seen in the preseason, he can, he, his his arm strength is goat. Is amazing, which we know he has that. Aaron Rodgers type arm. He does. There are some things he's got to work on, but he's a rookie. He'll, he'll get that fixed. But well, no, I, I like where New York's going, but they're not there yet. But I think six, no. seven wins would be probably good for them though this year. I like their free agency. I like their free agency period. I really do. Lamarcus Joyner, Jared Davis, Carl Lawson, who's out for the year with an Achilles, mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, they got him. Um, who else did they? Who else did they bring in? They didn't uh, get Corey Davis. They brought in Corey Davis. They brought in Keelan Cole, uh, George, uh, not George, Morgan Moses. They brought him in. Dan Feeney, Tevin Coleman. They had a good off season. In hindsight, they really did. Like it wasn't a bad off season by any stretch. It's just. No. They need to. They 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 gotta be better. They they they're they're a better team than they were last year. I mean, you oh, can't be as bad as they were last year. Lord, you hope not. I mean, Robert saw it to me. He reminds me of a Rex Ryan kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He really does. Now, I might be saying that because you know, I got some Jet fan in me. But hey, what do I care? It's a good-looking team. No, they're they're a very good-looking team. I think in the next probably two, three years, I can I think it's safe to say as long as nothing backsteps on the Jets, I think you can easily say play a wild card. But uh, yeah, they could sneak in if everything yeah. clicks. They could sneak yeah. in if everything clicks. But I think they got a good quarterback, but we'll see how he does. Though it's New York, we will see how Zach Wilson does. So far. The Jet fans are hyping him up to be the next Joe Namath, and I'm going to tell him, listen, he hasn't played a game yet, so shut up. Yeah, let's, let's not get that far yet. Jets, listen, listen. I need you I need you people to, to understand this once again. I'm a Seahawk fan. Yes. I live in New York. Yes. So I get a front-row seat to the New York media. I get a front-row seat to this whole thing. And you Jet fans are pissing me off. <laughs> Because you did this with Sam, you did this with Mark Sanchez, you did this with Geno Smith, give it a break. Most of the Jet fans that have been alive that have been alive since Super Bowl three have been waiting sixty years for fifty plus years for glory. So shut up. Give it a rest. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. He is a rookie. He's not going to be Josh Allen. No. He's not going to be Brett Favre. Okay? Better example. He's not going to be Russell Wilson. Mm-mm. Shut up. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. But shut up. God. You people drive me nuts. <laughs> right? You stay. Oh, most of you stadium. Oh, you are so guilty of this. Nick and Frankie, you two are especially guilty of this. I don't want to hear it. Can we go to the Bills? Yeah. Let's close out with the Bills, and then we'll and then we'll take it from there. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that's going to derail them is themselves, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the, the Achilles Hills of the Bills is... It's Cole yeah. Beasley. <laughs> it's, it's entirely Cole Beasley. No, nothing else will derail the Bills other than Cole Beasley. <laughs> Somehow, some way, they're going to host the AFC Championship against Kansas City, and Cole Beasley is going to drop the overtime game-winning yeah. touchdown. It's going to drop a touchdown in the end zone that will give them the lead. And people say, well, if you just didn't shut up about vaccines, none of this would have happened. I say, shut up. Oh, nah. shut up. Buffalo, there's they're they're gonna be a they're gonna be fine. They'll be fine. Now, if only we had Kyle or Mikey on here to to bring out some of as fellow disciples of the church of Josh Allen to really, you know, soften you know, the pain and say, oh, they'll be fine too. But, you know, I, I haven't heard anything from Kyle. I mean, I heard something from Mikey, but I didn't ask him. But, yeah, they had a good offseason, though. They had a great offseason, you know, getting Emmanuel Sanders, which will help the receiving course. Um, <clears throat> um, yep. Trip, the, uh, Mitch Trubisky, I thought was interesting. Jacob um, Hollister from the Seahawks. Yep, yep, yep. Matt Breida, they got him from Miami. It's not a bad-looking team by any stretch. I mean, what am I saying? It could be the, the best team in the AFC. I'm going to take a gamble on that and say that if the Bills, if the Bills are not at least a two-seed in the AFC, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't see... Kansas City or Buffalo giving up the one or two seeds unless something just drastic changes pretty quick. Josh Allen got paid. Mm-hmm. And rightfully 40, so. $43 million per year for six years. Yep. God bless him, man. The church of Josh Allen is proud. And rightfully so. I mean, you got to keep your so. franchise quarterback. Yeah. The, uh, listen, it's the best quarterback they've had since Jim Kelly, and I don't want to hear it. Oh, by far. So, let's look at their roster from top to bottom. Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, and Zach Moss in the backfield. Dawson Knox and Jacob Hollister at tight end. Offensive line, Deion Dawkins, John Feliciano, Mitch Morse, Cody Ford, Darrell Williams, Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis. Good, really good offense. Defensively, Jerry Hughes, uh, Starlo Tulele, Ed Oliver, Gregory Rousseau, uh, Mario Addison, A.J. Panessa, Vernon Butler, Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, A.J. Klein, Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Levi Wallace, Saran Neal, and Taron Johnson. Oh, boy. Not bad. Really good. Really good. I'm excited. Dude, I can't wait for the season, man. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the season. Well, we're two weeks away. We're two weeks away. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited. It is great. Do you want to, um, we, we, I mean, I know there's only two of us, but we could save the NFL preview, the finale for the NFL preview. We'll, we'll do our playoff predictions next show. Definitely. Well, definitely. 
We'll definitely do that. But uh, you know what we can't wait for, Mike? You know, we cannot, absolutely cannot <laughs> wait for whatsoever. Some watches. Oh, dude. We can't wait for watches. No. I saw you got your sunglasses, you got your watch. <laughs> and you know who is able to do that for us? LaTerrainWatches.com. Well, just LaTerrain.com. So they're proud sponsors of Time to Be Us Podcast. And, Mike, I mean, you love your watches. I love my watches. I mean, I got a watch for every event. I got, you know, old school. I got my leather watch. I got my, Mm -hmm. I got, you know, I got a G-Shock. I got one for upper class night. I got one for decent night. Not too bad. But I have a watch specifically for every kind of night that I will go to. And La Terrain is able to give us so great deals, and we can share them with you too. So use the promo code time to BS at lawterrain.com for a free compass with any select timepiece you purchase. So that's a good deal. Would you say so? Oh, by far. I mean, that's a great deal. Let's listen to here, guys. If you guys want to look great and get the compliments, trust me, I've been getting mine. My own boss told me Friday. With my sunglasses, I'm famous now because I'm wearing fancy-looking sunglasses while I was working. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it's it's. <laughs> they look great. They, they do. They look great. They feel they great. They're the. You won't be disappointed. Give them a shout out and uh, get, check them out. And uh, Dave, um, Benjamin. Oh, they're Blast. the best. They're gonna hook you up. They're gonna treat they you. They are up. the best. They really are the best. So. Go check them out, LaTerrain.com. Use the promo code TIME to BS for a free compass with your purchase of any select timepiece. Oh, things are, things are good, Mike. Things are good. Um, you know what's not good, though? The NFL preseason. Oh, God. What happened here? What happened here? I, I, <laughs> I like the NFL preseason. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm I'm a fan of it for the players. Exactly. I mean, that's the only reason you can be a fan of it now. But this year's preseason really just sucked. No, it sucked. Man. It did. I, I, I don't I'm know just if disappointed. it's... I, I don't know if it's the... You know, of course, we're still in the COVID range and everything else. Of course, players, especially for Denver, you got a lot of players that still coming back from injuries and kind of hesitant on those. But I don't know. This just seemed like this preseason really was just more of the you may have your starters out there a series at best. And yeah. then it just, you know, I'm still going to be honest with you. I still wish they just get rid of preseason. Let's just get to the, straight to the football. But I get the guy to make those uh, those cuts and all that. But it was bad. It was it was bad. Yeah. And uh, uh, J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens. Look, he got hurt. He's he's done for the year. That's a bummer for the Ravens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 it sucks. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, but at the same time, you can't lose sleep 
over it because it's that's a harsh thing to say actually. But you can lose sleep over it because Alex, it's your player on your team. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ravens fans, that was rude of me. <laughs> Four of them that listen to us <laughs> <laughs> because I can, I can do that. Um, We'll shift over to baseball real quick, and then we'll shift over to college football. Mike's territory. Um, Mike, I don't know how much you've been watching baseball. Mm-hmm. So I know one thing: the Yankees keep on winning, except for last night. But that's yeah, that's that is what it is. But uh, Scott Service, who is the uh, the Mariners' manager, the manager of the Seattle Mariners, his contract is up at the end of this season with the Mariners, mm-hmm. and. Over on New York's side, the Mets are beginning to turn on Luis Rojas. So, I ask you this question. With your knowledge, guaranteed, granted your very limited knowledge, I would assume, of the Mariners, mm-hmm. um, do you think Scott Service would be a good fit as manager of the Mets? Go. Mm-hmm. Because you look at that team in Seattle from top to bottom. It's not a great team. They're not. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not great. I think if he had some talent. But again, I mean, that West is loaded. You got the A's are up and coming, the Angels, whatever. Texas will eventually get back. Of course, Houston is Houston. But I like him out in Seattle. The Mets, hmm. The Mets are weird. It seems like the Mets get anybody, and yeah. they just can't get over the hump. So. You know, um, what about, do uh, you think Joe Girardi would leave Philly for the Mets if he was I, offered? That is the only other option that I could see it. Um, if Girardi were to somehow leave Phil- Philadelphia, um and go to the Mets, I would love that. I would love that personally. Would it be a bad fit? Um, what about Eduardo Perez? Uh, where is he from? He was at one point. I don't think he's managed anything lately. I think he's been with the Columbia. I think he's on MLB Network Radio. But he might – I know he's um, managed the uh, Columbia team that World Baseball Classic not too long ago. That's true. I mean, I, I thought personally that um, I would go with Scott Service. That's my personal – that's my personal pick. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad pick, though. No, it wouldn't. It'd be a great fit for, uh, in hindsight, but again, I, because I, I don't, I don't listen to a ton of Seattle coverage other than for the Seahawks, but when I do listen to coverage for Seattle, I, I, because I listen to the Brock and Sock podcast, who was mm-hmm. formerly on, uh, ES, 710 ESPN Seattle, uh, and they do talk a ton of Mariners, and they said Scott Service would be an interesting hire for anyone, and they mentioned the Mets, said if the Mets do let go of Luis Rojas, 
look for Scott Service to be the first thing that they call. I said, all right. Well, and don't that. well, and don't forget, you know, back in I want to say way back in his career after his um, playing career, he was the senior director of player development for the Rangers. And, you know, that might be something the Rangers, the Rangers, well, they need that too. That might be something the Mets need, help develop that talent and try to get the and they really got good, good talent out there. They got yeah. really good players in New York. They do. They well, just they got, shit. They yeah, the Mets should not be in the position that they are now. No. 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 You got two, three all-stars, maybe other than DeGrom. You got in Baez, well, now Baez, Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso. You got McNeil. You got Conforto. You got all kinds of talent on that team. They should not be, with all due respect, this bad. No. Mm-mm. And they are bad. They are a bad team. Well, let's be honest. None of us headed into this year thought the match would be where they're at. I mean, I had them go and make a deep run in the playoffs, and I don't know if they're going to get there. They are the Green Bay Packers. They are literally frauds. Oh, they are. Absolutely. I will fight anyone on that. Because the Green Bay Packers are frauds. <laughs> I will I mean, fight anyone on that. I know he has no ties to New York. I mean, I, I know that. But, you know, let's be honest. He's only he's 54. I'm looking at right now. He's 54. Yep. So he's still got some years left in him. And he's done, I thought he'd done a pretty decent job with the Mariners. Looking at his um, win-loss, I mean, people are like, oh, he hasn't done that great. Okay, well, I don't even count last year. I don't – that's out of the waters. But yeah. for the exception of last year, he had two losing seasons since he's been there. And he's on the verge. I think he's even 500. But long story short, I mean, if you're finishing third, 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 second, fifth out in the West, in a pretty tough division, that's not – too bad to be honest yeah it's true uh let's shift over to college football shall we mike the mighty pigskin has returned college football has indeed returned and uh why why do you not seem excited why do you not seem excited there there is mike 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 what is this what is this fraudulent bullshit that I'm hearing out of your voice right now. Are you not excited for college football? Is Dude, the biggest senior fan I know not excited for college football and Spencer Rattler to return to the field? <laughs> no, dude, I'm stoked that college football's back. I mean, look at here. I know, I know they had some college games yesterday in Nebraska and Illinois. You had UCLA and, <clears throat> and all that good stuff. My thing is this. The real games, I think someone tweeted out earlier, and I totally agree with them, was the real games are next week. I mean, let's be honest. you got Georgia-Clemson. you got Penn State-Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State-Wisconsin. Alabama-Miami. Yep. Oh, and, you know, a lot of people and a lot of people have Miami as upset. I don't see that, but I do. to each, to each I its own. I absolutely do. 
I absolutely do. Let me see here real quick. I will fight Hold people. So you look, I mean, oh, you and Tulane that may not play. I don't know. But, you know, you got Penn State and Wisconsin. You got Alabama and Miami. Um, 17 and 18 ranked teams, Indiana and Iowa. You got uh, kind of curious how Texas is going to do. By the way, speaking of Tulane, as uh, speaking of uh, Tulane, I had to cut you off, Mike. But no, you're good. Um, our friends over in, uh, down in, in the Bayou and the Gulf Coast in New Orleans and Mississippi, um, prayers out for them because they're going. They're getting slammed yep. right now by Hurricane Ida, Category Five. And when I saw that it could be the worst storm that they've ever had, I start shaking because I. Remember Katrina? Mm-hmm. I went through Hurricane Sandy. Personally, myself, I went through Hurricane Sandy. Um, and I also got a couple, and I also got a few friends down in New Orleans that are right now dealing with all this crap. So just be safe out there, everyone out there in Ida's path. Be careful, shelter up, do everything you can, and be safe out there. Mike, continue, please. <laughs> No, you're good. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a dangerous situation down there. Of course, it's it, it's sad to see because you know I know that the wind wind category just in itself broke a lot of water records and and of course watching the videos of trees toppling on houses and literally flooding the streets and so on and so forth. It's it's a scary situation. Of course, the sad part is it's still hitting obviously as a category four and five and. You know, it's like six miles an hour movement. I mean, it's just stalled over New Orleans and that southern part. So, you know, it's definitely uh, it's a sad thing to see, and I hope everybody stays safe. And I know, of course, speaking of OU Tulane, of course, a lot of people are like, well, why don't you guys just still play? You got the, you know, they're talking about power outages being two, three, four, almost a month till they can get everything back up to to Adam again, and. And uh, it might be one of those situations. I know they mentioned coming to Norman. I think that's out of the picture. Sounds like it's going to be one of those things. If they can't get to Norman, uh, they may just cancel it and, and move on and and uh, go from there. But um, but no, I mean next week it's it's the grand day of them all. Week one. I mean, if you ain't hyped for college football, I can't. Tell, I don't know what to tell you. LSU, UCLA, Notre Dame, Florida State, Sunday night on. Uh, it, I'm excited. Um, I know that uh, the Big 12 was probably doomed, but uh, it's it's if you love football, if you love college football, man, it's we finally here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know one thing: the alliance is a joke. Yeah, I'm about you to know, say about to say what's what's up with this. Uh... What's up with this college football alliance that you speak that uh, you speak of? The the alliance is you got the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, and <clears throat> practically. So long story end of the stick. The remaining Power Five conferences, which is really just down to four because the Big Twelve is non-existent at this rate. But you got the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12. None of them liked what the what SEC did. Bringing in Oklahoma and bringing in Texas. Okay, touche. So what they wanted to do was, how can we compete and keep up with the SEC? So that all those three commissioners got together. Let's just say we formed an alliance. However, 
people will do the research, and they've already and this and it's been announced. People uh, talked about it as well, dude. They haven't even technically legally signed any contract stating that we have any lines. It's just a it's a, it's a verbal commitment. Yep. And of course, you know that they say, "Well, we we care about the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve wasn't even offered." So, oh fucking sure, <laughs> my ass. Well, my thing is this: Who in the Big Twelve are you going to offer it to? I mean, why would you even offer the Big Twelve anything? Your best team now is Oklahoma State, and okay, well, that's really not impressive. So, power to—I mean, power to the Alliance. I hope it works out. I, I don't I don't see it working out very well, um, but I think college football you're going to get to the point that you're going to have the alliance, you know the SEC, and and then you're just going to have a bunch of dip quad teams playing. The rest of, I mean that's really what it comes down to. You just it's it's we're getting to where we're going to start structuring college football, and and uh, unfortunately it's just. The days that we live in now, but nonetheless, I ain't worried about the alliance. I'm glad college football's back, and uh, I'm ready for uh, Spencer Rattler to light some people up and win the Heisman. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, we have a lot of college football. Um, I haven't followed as much college football recently because of the pandemic and all that, so I haven't mm-hmm. really had a chance to look at it. But all I do know is that Penn State is allowing the fans back in Happy Valley. So that's that's good for me. Good for me. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think I, I want to say majority, unless you're UCLA fans. Um, I want to say, if people are like, what does that mean? We'll look him up, look at the stands during the UCLA game yesterday, and you'll, you'll get the picture. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so. I know we'll use 100%. I know Alabama and Texas and Oklahoma State and it sounds like it's it's full across the board. It's, it's full capacity. I mean, I can't speak if anything's changed since, but it sounds like everybody's full uh, full capacity, and we're gonna we're gonna get going again. Oh, I'm pumped! I'm fucking pumped. Oh, dude, I'm stoked. I'm excited for this year. Totally excited. We will close out the show by giving our college football. Playoff predictions. What do you got? Who is your fu- who are your four best teams when the playoff does eventually arrive? And well, college football. I'm gonna go out and make a uh, well. First off, I just want everybody to let you guys know that uh, my first pick is no is no surprise. I got Alabama and Ohio State. No surprise there. I think the Big Ten is a crap-loaded conference. It's for the exception of Penn State and Wisconsin. I don't know Ohio State's schedule if they get either end or, but uh, don't be surprised if Ohio State happens to lose a game. If they do, I don't think they will. But if they do, it's going to be either Penn State or Wisconsin. However, Alabama and Ohio State um, in the playoffs, I got Oklahoma. I think the Big 12 is really pissy. They suck so bad. I think anybody can walk through that thing. Uh, the Big 12 will be perfectly fine for OU. However, my fourth pick, and this is where a lot of people say it's Clemson, I got North Carolina. Really? I got North Carolina. 
I like what Sam Powell's doing. They got that defense back, that offensive line, add some weapons. Mac Brown's going to have a team this year. I think that he can actually win the ACC. Ooh, look at you. I'm going to shock some people as well. So, this is absolutely nothing to do with my Penn State bias. Kind of. I'm going to go Alabama, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm going to go with Penn State, and I'm going to I'm decide between North Carolina, Clemson, or Notre Dame. See, a lot of people are thinking Notre Dame is, is a potential get back in the playoff mix again, which I could see that. Yeah. I might, and Jack Cohen is the next starting quarterback at Penn State, and you know how much I'm high on Jack Cohen. <laughs> Long Island's own Jack Cohen. Oh, exciting. I can't wait. Cannot wait for this season to eventually arrive. But Dude, I'm stoked. You're stoked. I am stoked. So much stuff. But that'll do for us for today here on episode 115, the Call of Duty episode. If you get that joke, you're fantastically awesome. <laughs> um, but that will do it for us for tonight here on Time to BS episode 115. Um, be sure to use, the links in our, to use the links in our description here on the podcast uh, link. For some sweet deals at Swift Lifestyles and LotTerrainWatches.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for news about about the show and stuff. But that is Mike, host of the Area Attack podcast. You can check out his show and follow him on Twitter at Area Attack podcast and at On Air with Mike on Twitter and Instagram. I am Daniel Smooth. That'll do it for us. We'll see you guys around. See ya.